You're listening to our series called Radiance, a practical study on the seven churches of Revelation. Today's reading comes from Matthew 25, 14-30. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the man with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant, so you knew that I harvested where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers, so that when I returned I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags, for whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them, and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Here's Justin Hibbard with today's lesson called Return on Investment, Part 2 on the Church of Thyatira. ROI. It means return on investment. It's business lingo that we use to talk about if something is worth the trouble. Should a company spend a million dollars in advertising if the projected result is only 250000 of added business revenue? A company might consider that a bad ROI. Sometimes churches talk in terms of ROI as well. What are the results of doing X, Y, or Z? Is it worth the trouble? Sometimes it's prudent to discuss investments in such a manner. Sometimes, however, churches shouldn't get caught up in thinking about results. Sometimes it actually distracts us from the goal. I love what Jesus says to Thyatira. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. What a wonderful commendation from the king. You're not only doing good things, you're increasing. Notice what Jesus doesn't say. He doesn't say, because of your work, 300 people came to faith this past year, or you were able to help out 100 families who were starving. Humans love numbers. Jesus avoids them. We are easily impressed by the large amounts people put in offering plates. Jesus is impressed by the heart of the poor widow who gives a penny. In today's reading, the parable of the talents, notice the master. While the parable points out how much the master gave them and how much they gained, the master doesn't seem to make a big deal of the amount. He gave each one what he felt they could handle, and he was pleased when they gave back a positive return on his investment. A couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a Christian radio show, and the host was interviewing a prominent pastor here in the U.S. 
The hour-long show got rather weird as the pastor started attacking the host. At one point, he began comparing his church with the host's. How many young men have come to the Lord in the past year? He prodded. The host admitted it was difficult to think of the exact number. Perhaps two or three, he offered. The pastor then criticized this man's church. Look at your results, then look at my results. It's easy to look at some of the mega churches and say, what are we doing wrong? Why don't we have that? I know a lot of pastors struggle with numbers. I knew one pastor who was so obsessed with numbers that he handed out perfect attendance certificates to congregants who never missed a service. Maybe I'm being naive, but I try to avoid looking at numbers. While there's a place for measuring church growth, it's important to keep growth in perspective. I remember attending church meetings where we spent most of the time talking about attendance and finances. If there's really two things we cannot control, it's definitely those two. Looking at the parable of the talents and Jesus' commendation to Thyatira, let me offer an alternative focus. Jesus gives us gifts. He brings opportunities to us. He allows us to serve him. Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians 3 that we can plant seeds and water them, but it is God who makes them grow. I believe God speaks to individuals and families, especially about where to attend church. I know many in our congregation would say, God told me that I was supposed to be here. So if he did that in our lives, can't we trust him to do that in others' lives as well? He's the master in charge. Thankfully, he knows us. And just like in the parable, he knows what we can and can't handle. So here's what we can focus on. Let's be faithful. God has gifted us, and the Creator has entrusted His creation with a variety of opportunities. You know, I really believe that if Jesus were to write a letter to New Hope Chapel today, He would commend us like He did Thyatira. Our growth maybe isn't as dramatic as the church down the road. Maybe we're not doing nearly as much as the neighboring church in the community. But church isn't a competition to see who can do more or who has the most at the end. Church is about a journey of faith, where together we follow our rabbi. Let's keep our eyes focused on him, continue doing what God has called us to do, and we'll be exactly where God wants us to be. That is the best return on investment. The idea of radiance is simple. We at New Hope Chapel want to be a relevant church. But more important than being relevant to the world, we want to be relevant to Jesus. We believe God still speaks and his word is still relevant to us. His message to the seven churches in Revelation has a historical context, but their lessons are eternal. So we're engaging with God through his word and through prayer and saying, God, what is it that you want from our church? If we seek God's face, we know he's going to speak to us, and we will radiate with the glory of God. Radiate with the glory Join of us God. on this journey as our pastor, Justin Hibbard, leads us in building a church after God's own heart. God's own heart. God's own heart. New Hope Chapel is a ministry in Arnold, Maryland. You can find out more about our church at newhopechapel.org. Special thanks to the least of these for the music for this podcast.